listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 161 for September 28th, 2017. This week we talk about acrobatic cats, selling stuff on Craigslist, Comic-Con, Fergie's new album, Dream Museums, and Believing in Santa. So stick around for The The Show! One, two, three, clap. Ooh. 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 Yikes. Mm. Ooh, wow. You're uh, your your voice is so low. You you're like I know. very masked <laughs> today. <laughs> oh wow. Why don't I just why don't I just talk in this voice? Ooh, that's sexy. Although it kind of sounds like you're talking into a coffee can too. So Oh my god, I just bought a French press. Oh my god. Um hello, is this Amelie? I know, that's why I bought it. <laughs> did you buy one of those like really cute miniature ones? I did. <gasps> They're and so it's cute. because it's because I read yet another article title that said Of course, that, it's just the title. Mm-hmm. Just the title that <laughs> talked about how people with coffee live people who drink like three cups of coffee a day live longer i also saw that on reddit (laughs) (laughs) i was like honey i'm ready to blast off into the future i mean a few years ago i would have wanted to die but Mm -hmm. now i'm like i kind of like my life i'm on antidepressants i feel better i should try to extend it now what a concept right what a concept you're just gonna be peeing and shitting and living longer than everyone else I know. It's weird. You grow up thinking that coffee is like this toxic fucking thing. That and like then stunts you... your growth and stuff. And yeah. then, then you're like, oh, it's delicious. And apparently it makes everything better. So, okay. Exactly. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. That's how my, I don't, I don't like the drip coffee makers, like the automatic coffee makers. It they like, just seem, yeah, they seem dirty to me all the time. Well, it reminds, it reminds me of my parents, not because my parents are dirty, but I, <laughs> yikes. Um, <laughs> But it reminds me of my parents because it's like very Your dad's pretty dirty. Ooh, I mean, <gasps> Joe does have my dad's number, so Uh-oh. and uh, my by uh, he did call my dad on his birthday. So. Sure. Um. Anyways, I it reminds me of my parents because I feel like that like every parents had every every person growing up in the eighties and nineties, their parents had a drip coffee maker, and my parents still yeah. buy like Folgers or whatever, like like yeah, like the shit that looks like coffee, but it's probably just like cat shit that's ground up, and I never sure. liked it. Like I just. Ugh. But like a French press, I don't know if it's just because I'm gay or I feel like I'm better than everyone else. But a French press tastes a lot better than me than to me than like a drip coffee sort of situation. It's from easier, and it's in my opinion, it's easier. Like you have to have a filter in your automatic coffee thing. You mm-hmm. have to wait for the coffee to like drip down. Like I don't have time for that. And With also, the French press, you just like squash it all down in a pot. Yeah, give it a little. And squirt. then you wait five men, and it's over. Exactly. You drink it. Yeah, you're done. Well, and also with a coffee maker, you're making like fucking a gallon and a half of coffee and you're the only yeah. person living there. With a French press, it's just like you make a single serving and you're good. Yeah. So yeah. I got a cute one. It has like a copper thing on the outside. I bought it. There was a silver one and a copper one. And I was like, the copper one looks like it would be an Amelie's kitchen. Mm-hmm. It has the word French in it. I'm about it. So you're, I got it. It's It spoke to you. It spoke to me. I get, it comes in the mail Friday. I'm going to run down to Starbucks and I'm going to get their pumpkin spice blend. Oh, my God. Oh, I forget you could like actually buy the blends from Starbucks and you don't have to pay yeah. like $12 to get like a tall pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think their ground coffee is pretty cheap. I actually don't know because my boyfriend uses a French press every morning, but he gets the actual beans and he grinds them up. Yeah. But I yeah. was like, whoa. I was That's like, I'm one not that step fancy. too many. One step too many. Mm-hmm. And I don't want my coffee beans like mixing with his coffee beans. You don't want them to intermingle. You you like a very mm-hmm. I, I can make I'm a racist <laughs> joke here, but I'm just not. I'm you just, could. You definitely could. I'm I, very pro segregation when it comes to coffee, coffee beans. beans. There you go. Coffee beans, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone's you know, snip that uh voice clip of Joe saying he's pro segregation. <laughs> God, no, please don't do it. I'm uh, from the South. <laughs> it can't get any worse. Okay. Yeah. Don't make my life any harder. Well, you're getting French presses, and I had a vision last night. I actually I not a vision. I had a dream that and Steve Jobs spoke to me from the grave. And Holy it, shit. Are you ready for this? This is a yeah. This is, yeah. Okay. So Steve Jobs in my dream was alive. We were in a Japanese supermarket because obviously, because all I watch on YouTube were Japanese cooking videos. So this was the setting. Steve Jobs was talking to me and he's like, okay, Sam, so app I'm I'm back from the grave. Everything's great. I'm the CEO of Apple again. Apple's gonna buy Nintendo and the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna make Animal Crossing for Switch. And I was like, I'm done. This is it. Like I want to live in this universe for the rest of my life. Steve Jobs is telling me they're going to buy Nintendo and they're going to make Animal Crossing for Switch. And then um, he told me that they were going to do that and that they were going to make the Nintendo Switch like an app developer device. But then it got worse because I saw my ex from five years ago and he was judging a drag competition in the same Japanese supermarket. And then I woke up. Judging a what competition? Like a drag queen competition. He was like a judge. He didn't didn't even watch Drag Race. I don't even watch. I don't know why my brain put him in that sentence. Um, Yeah. So I saw him there. He didn't recognize me, though. And then I woke up from my dream. So I think this is a premonition that Steve Jobs is going to come back from the grave and we're going to get Animal Crossing for Switch. So there you go. Honestly, I rather Microsoft buy Nintendo than Apple. I mean, if if Apple buys Nintendo, I feel like the Nintendo Switch is going to be like $1,400. And I feel like they would ruin it somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. You would have to sign in with a fucking Apple ID. And right. then they put like face sign in on it. And I don't give a shit about that. I mean, at least... If Apple bought it, at least the Nintendo Switch would have fucking cloud saves because they'd integrate iCloud and everything. That is annoying. And I hope they do that because right now it's like if your Switch breaks, like You're all fucked. my Splatoon data is gone. That Gonzo's. works so hard. Yeah. Like that's 350 hours down the shitter for down me. Down the sh- I mean, it was down the shitter the moment you played it, but you know. Um, Excuse me? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. That's it, the best game in the world. <laughs> that's the best thing that ever happened to me. It saved my life. Um, speaking of apps. Ooh, here we go. So we got a sleep number bed. It <gasps> was just delivered to the place in DC. And my, my boyfriend bought it. I don't really have anything to do with it. He wanted it. Mm-hmm. And um, there's an app with it. And it tells you how you slept the night before. Oh, my God. I don't need an app telling me that I sleep terribly when I already know I sleep terribly. I hate it. I really. Well, OK. I get obsessed with these kinds of things for a certain period of time. And then, I'm, and then I like suddenly like want to block it out. Yes, totally. But like, it's weird. It's like, it's like, I came home yesterday from D.C., but I can tell how he slept last night mm. on the app. I can tell when he went to bed and when he woke up. Not that I give a shit, but because he tells me right when he goes to bed. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. And it tells you like when you're restless, it tells you if you got out of bed for a little while. It knows like even if you're in bed, it knows when you went to sleep. It it counts your heart rate. Oh it counts your breaths per minute. So like how much you're breathing when you're asleep. And you're, I'm like, that bed's going to know you're dead before 
for any of your family members. It can. It knows when you're doing it. Oh I can tell God. you that, too. Oh, Jesus. It marks that as restless. <laughs> <laughs> you were restless for a solid seven and a half minutes. Thanks, sleep number. So, Joe, oh, what's no. your sleep number? 35. I don't even know what that means. Like, I I just like, there's so many. I've had the sleep number bed commercials, like, pounded into my asshole over the years of, like, it being on TV. And I never knew what the fuck is a high sleep number good, is a low sleep number good. Oh, there's no good or bad. Okay, it's please, just a please level inform of me. So 100 is like very firm and zero is like super squishy. Oh, okay. So if you go into a sleep number store, you can lie down on the, this is not a commercial PS. I don't give this a shit whether or not you buy one. This podcast is sponsored by fucksleepnumber.com. No, it's a, it is a pretty fucking amazing bed. I'm sure it's a but great bed. you go and you lie down in one in the store and they put like a, they show you like a pressure map, like Ooh. a live pressure map. And then they like do the bed up and down until like there's no like red pressure map marks on it oh it's very interesting we went and we did that a couple months ago and they email you the results it's pretty fascinating oh my god is it a boy or a girl it's a girl oh my god congratulations her name is daisy god okay i just i'm waiting for the day that you are out of the daisy obsession because it is full force right now it is the daisy train is full fucking steam ahead right now speaking of what happened what happened in the world of daisy oh yeah you did you went to Comic-Con in Baltimore, right? I went to Baltimore Comic-Con. Mm. The only Daisy-related thing I saw was a sticker in a booth of Daisy. Well, I mean, at least you got that. I know. I w- And I was the only... I wore a Splatoon sweatshirt, like a one from the game. Mm-hmm. And I, the, I only saw one person cosplaying as uh, Marina from the game, and she was really good. I, took, I got a picture taken with her. Oh, my God. But um, I was also there with two four-year-olds. Oh, so, I'm sure that's a very different Comic-Con experience compared to one where you were, were just adults. Well, I was glad they went because I really want them to grow up to be nerds. And yes. one of them dressed up as Mario. The other one dressed up as Tinkerbell. <gasps> Indoctrinate them. And they were so cute, but also like everything was a toy to them. Mm-hmm. Like even like figurines that are like, oh no, that's something for an adult to just stare at. On yeah, a exactly. Shelf. Like don't kids don't understand that. that. They want to touch everything, especially at that age. Yeah. So as cute as they were, I will probably not go to a Comic Con with children in the future. Yeah, I'm um, sure it's one of those like, you know, how much money are we going to have to pay when the four year old breaks everything in the Comic Con again? They were. So- they they were at least like like nobody broke anything and they're very well behaved children love them both to death it's but... just that four-year-olds can be little gremlins right well you focus more on them than like what's around you yeah because you're like trying so, to make sure that they don't run off and drown themselves in the toilet or something crazy sure sure i don't know is that um, how you deal with children i don't know i have no idea i don't even deal with them very well but mm-hmm. they're fun they're fun i'm and, so glad you um, had a great time at comic-con well the our little mario someone said Hey Mario to him and he just he just lit up Aww. thinking that like someone knew he was Mario. It was the cutest thing in the world. Oh my god, that's but, so um, cute. The real oh and also Baltimore Comic Con was pretty good, but I will probably go to a bigger city for Comic Con next time. Oh really? Well, there were no like usually like even the Overwatch voice actors will go to Comic Con, but none of them went to Baltimore, I don't think. I mean, I um, didn't I didn't hear I mean I'm not like immersed in the Comic Con universe, so I 
I didn't really hear anything about Baltimore Comic Con in particular. But I feel like I usually know when like Overwatch voice actors are going to Comic Con and I didn't hear anything about it. Linda Carter was there, the original Wonder Woman. (gasps) Oh my God, that's actually really cool. That was really cool. I didn't see her, but it was cool that she was around. She was in your presence. She was in my presence. Mm-hmm. Um, but the real event of this past weekend, oh, my boyfriend surprised me. I did not know we were going to this before we went to Baltimore. He like got an Uber and he was like, I have a, a cat related surprise for you. Oh, my God. I knew we weren't getting a cat because I was like, we're not taking a cat from Baltimore back to D.C. Yeah, that'd be kind of. Yeah, that's a lot. So we we pull up to this little like community theater. Oh, and there's a shit. huge bus outside that says Acro Cat. Like acrobats. (laughs) Only with cats. (laughs) Only with cats. It's a cat acrobat show where the the cats are the acrobats. So like Cirque Cirque du Soleil only with cats. And on a huge budget. Just the biggest budget in the world. There's also a chicken and a groundhog in the show for some reason. I mean, Um, they don't discriminate. No, they don't. But it was it was a lot of kids were in the audience. Of course, it was it was very like kid friendly. But the the lady who does the show and who puts it on spoke to the adults a lot. It was very like half comedian show half like these cats can actually do tricks oh my god one of the cats i think she said held holds the guinness world record for like longest distance jumped for like a house cat i assume not like a fucking jaguar or something mm-hmm. um and sometimes the cats would not do the tricks obviously because they're, <laughs> they're cats <laughs> yes i but, feel like uh, honestly i wouldn't feel like that i got i, I wouldn't feel disappointed if i went to right like, i'd be like oh those cats they're just being cats cats they were adorable and it was like it was such a cute surprise. I was so excited. Like they the cats would walk across a ball like uh, uh, th- and balance like along a stick. How? Like, How I'm do you talking, train a cat to do that shit? I'm talking like intense shit is what these cats were doing. It was crazy. This was an amateur hour at the cat show. It was not. And it was also like it was half showing off the stuff and then half of it was like teaching you that you can train your cat too. It's like, like I can barely get my cat to use the fucking litter box like don't try to you know get me to i mean i guess some people train their cat to like use the toilet which is yeah, that's insane amazing. to me yeah um well there were the cats were given lots of treats like you i mean i fucking hope give so. them a treat every time and then she also had like a clicker like oh yeah like like a dog the cat clicker? did yeah like if the cat did something right she would click the thing and give him a treat <sighs> And so the cat knew that, you know, the cat was woke. That. Yeah. Oh and then at God. the end, uh, there was a cat rock band. I believe <laughs> she said that was in the Guinness records, too, as the as, as the weirdest the only, thing ever made by a human being. The, the only <laughs> cat rock band ever. Well, um, I think that we should start a, a, a competing cat rock band. Sure. I'm down. <laughs> Let's just go. And they had cats for adoption, which was nice. I got to pet the couple. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, if the show's in your area, it travels around. I totally recommend it. I don't know how much the tickets were because the fella got them. But um, how did he find this? Like, how the fuck did, did he no just randomly idea. stumble across this on the Internet? Or was he like searching? He's like, you know what Joe oh. would like? A cat fucking acrobatic show. I'm sure they have one of those around. Well, so he runs this funny 
like cat blog. I don't know if he wants me to give out the URL, so I won't right now. Mm-hmm. But um, when he was researching for it, he was he saw they were going to Baltimore, and he was like, "Oh, I wonder if that's the same weekend." And it just happened to be so. Oh, so just kind of lined up. Just kind of lined up. All the stars aligned for this for Acro Cats. Oh my God! Well, he's a keeper then. Holy shit! He is. It was very sweet. It was a good show. Oh my God! Uh, oh, yeah. that just makes me feel so lonely. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, maybe be- someday someone will take you to a cat show. Maybe someday someone will love me, but who mm-hmm. knows? I ain't holding my breath. You know who else isn't holding their breath? Madonna. Uh, Is she dead? No, she's still alive. And oh. and trust me, all the old gays will let you know that she's oh, still alive. I do I, love Madonna, I love though. Madonna. I just like... Like a virgin came on in the Uber the other day, and I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. You yes. are a homosexual. It's hashtag confirmed. Um, But what I was referring to was no one was holding their breath for the streamies. I feel like this was like the fourth year they did the streamies. Um, I saw you tweet about it. So I was I didn't plan on live tweeting. I was just alone in my room and I accidentally turned on the live feed and my fingers just started a tapping. And I feel like have you ever watched a streamy award show? Yes, it was the biggest joke in the world. It looked like like it was filmed by cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was tragic. Accurate. I remember. I remember empty seats in the audience. Mm-hmm. I remember horrible jokes. People who people won who I didn't think who I'd never heard of. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't yes. Know. The first year of the Streamies was a complete shit show, and I don't remember what year this was for the Streamies. Obviously, I didn't care enough Let's to look, look it up. up. Um, Streamies. Streamies. I hate the way it's spelled. It's well, it's S T R. R-E-A-M-Y. But then right? I guess you just add an S instead of doing... Like, yeah, you just... It's just streamies, streamies Y-S. Y-S. Yeah, I don't like that one bit. It's Sixth even... annual, by the way. Six. Six. No, okay. wait, seven? Holy shit. I know it's been a long... It's been on for a while. Because um, I knew someone who... Um, like did with who like didn't host it but helped present something at oh, it. Oh, okay. Does it go back to a? It goes back to two thousand and nine, I think nine, uh, ten, months. Holy shit! But it looks like they skipped two thousand eleven and twelve and okay. potentially sixteen. <laughs> Mm. Is this well, right? Okay, well, it was a shit show the first time, and it was a shit show this year, and I have some comments, things sure. I wrote down during the streamies. I will read them verbatim. Um, And so I said, I quote, the streamies was once again one of the most cringe-inducing secondhand embarrassment messes of all time. Mess not in a good way. Mess as in yikes, all capitals. By far one of the worst things I've ever watched. I've never yelled who at my monitor as much as I did during the stream. That is is my review. Your review? This was my review of the streamies. I guess that's all I have to say. It was bad. It was really fucking bad. Um, and I, I did I did live tweet about it. Um, I kind of I, I li- saw. Um, I I think the best tweet. I'm gonna quote my own tweets because I'm that asshole. Um, I think the best tweet that came out of me during the streamies was. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Um, I heard that there were some maybe some problematic jokes by some people. 
Oh, I'm sure. I, the thing is, I had it muted for like 70% of the show. Oh, so <laughs> this is coming from a really great source. I mean, it was muted for a good reason. It was just sure. uh, like the presenter was, I don't know who the presenter, I didn't know anyone. Literally, like Katya was there for like a half second. She like was presenting an award. Um, But like, honestly, it was the, it was just very cringy. And it was like, which white person is this? Like, I don't know any of these people that are getting these awards. Like literally, like I, I didn't know anyone that was presenting. I didn't know anyone. So I was like, the, me as a 13 or as a 23 year old gay, cause I'm, I'm 13 on the inside, realizing I'm old in internet years and have no idea who the fuck these people are that are winning awards at the streamies. And then also there was like, <laughs> there were some people presenting that um, looked familiar. And I said, I can't believe they got great value brand Macklemore and Ashley Tisdale from 2008 to present at the streamies. Wow, you're just so funny. I'm just so funny. And then you're the, just such a hoot. At the very end, they, okay, do you know the Village People? Like the yeah, 70s. YMCA. Yeah, the 70s disco group, the Village People. Um, They got them to perform at the end of the streamies and like- The everyone, real ones? I mean, I feel like most of them have died over the years, right? I have no idea. I, I actually have no idea. I think some of them have- are on to a better place. Not at the hmm. streamies. They're not <laughs> at the streamies. <laughs> um, but it's like, I A, they didn't perform YMCA. They performed other like good village people songs, but they're performing for a room full of toddlers who literally probably have no idea who the village people are. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just like, what? It was just like, it just was everything combined was just like a shit storm of what the fuck am I watching? Um, but it, the thing is, is this is how it is. This is how it's been every single streamy awards. Every time it's been a hot fucking mess and I'm I I accidentally tuned in and I was just like triggered the entire night. I was I Why was just like PTSD yourself through it. I, I, I don't know. Because you don't, know it's going to be bad. I, know, I don't think I there's knew. been a good one. I because exactly because there's never been a good streamies. So it's been it was like I think it was one of those situations where it, I I I glanced over at the car wreck that was happening and I couldn't look away for like an hour. Hmm. And a, apparently, a lot of other people on Twitter were like feeling the same way. Um, but yeah, it was it was a hot fucking mess, and I feel like. I I didn't care who won. I didn't care about any of the nominations. I didn't care about the people presenting. It was just like, yikes. Um, I know the presenter made fun of Jake Paul, who was like that YouTuber who was really annoying I and problematic. I figure out who that is. Was He was on a Disney show or something. And I then he think, like and then he dramatic. Like, and he annoyed his neighbors or something. I the can't p- figure out who these people are anymore. I stopped caring. Oh my God. Every time I see Bella Thorne in the news, I'm like, who Who the fuck? (laughs) And also, why? The thing is, the weird thing to me is that, like, I had no idea that I would feel this out of touch, out of YouTube culture as a 23 year old. Like, I feel like that I am 75 years old telling these kids to get off my fucking lawn. Like, I have no idea. Absolutely no fucking idea who these people are. And at this point, I'm too afraid to ask because I feel like that I have way better people in my life. Well, and I don't want to know. Yeah, it's just like, I don't don't care. It's it's weird the people they pick. Like in my mind, the people they should be picking are like the people who like fucking started YouTube. You yeah, know, the not these people who are like they're they're doing like the trend of the day, which I guess is what all award shows are about. Like I, I guess mean, so. They're about current shit, but I don't know. It's it's 
I feel like the older people in the community, which I don't get, I don't know who any of the big YouTubers are these days, but I feel like there should always be some sort of nod to like those who were They're like old YouTube, old you know, classic like YouTube. At the Emmys, they'll have that montage of the people who died in the yeah, past. Yeah, exactly. Year. Like have a montage of all the dead YouTubers. All Not like the, dead, all but like the all dead the dead channels. The dead channels. That's what I want. I just want to be in that montage. <laughs> <laughs> That's you just want your, you know, 10 seconds of fame on the projector screen. Honey, I already had it. I don't want it again. That's true. I it was it was it. a hot mess. I was I was just wondering if you I think you were streaming wow. on Twitch during. The yeah, streamers, which is probably a streaming. way better way to spend your time on the Internet. Yeah, I probably had more viewers than the stream. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing Yikes. that out there. Yeah, um, probably. Any of our viewers, what are your, do you like love Jake Paul? Like, oh my God, like so-and-so, like whatever. I I love them. I, I can't even like make up names of these white people that won. I'm just like, I just don't, I just, I just don't care enough. Did you guys watch the streamies? Did you care? Are you an old crotchety man like me and want these people to get off my YouTube lawn? Please hit us up on our email address or whatever tweet no, at us don't email me about jake paul <laughs> don't find if you're gonna tweet about jake paul send it only to sam i don't want to see that shit and then i'll, I'll block you immediately <laughs> <laughs> joe has a shortcut for the mute button on his phone and it's the power button i just it's i just break my phone every time just it's throw just it at a wall over it yeah, so oh. streamies weren't worth watching for the seventh year that they've done it. So, congratulations, streamies. Wow. Wow. Um, speaking of the internet. Great. What a segue. I'm addicted to selling things on Craigslist. Oh, oh God, Joe. I swear I'm to God. I'm addicted to I'm checking my email right now. I've got three things listed. Why well, has anybody wanted that yet? Is it really an addiction when you actually like need to sell these things? Well, so I, when I was in D.C., we're selling some of my boyfriend's stuff to make room for like my new desk and chair and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he put me in charge of selling the stuff while he was at work. And I was like, OK, I can do this out of there the same day. Just oh, wow. out of there immediately. Got she it out is of there. efficient. Exactly. And so when I got back, I sold I got back yesterday, sold my dresser today. It's out of here. It's gone. Um, now oh putting God. up, got a bedside table, got a lamp, got a, what's that? Whatever. Oh, a mirror, a vintage wall mirror. Oh my God. And if you're in the DC area and you need a free queen sized bed spring, hit me up. Oh my God. Like box springs are like legit I've had though. sex on it. Oh, never mind. If that helps the deal go through. Take it to the dump. <laughs> Burn it alive. Burn that in a mattress fire. Holy shit. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I'm addicted to it. I feel like I can't get past the point of giving out. Okay, I mean, I don't, I don't really mind giving out my phone name, my phone number to random strangers because I do that on Grinder. So I guess that's not really a good excuse. But like, I don't meet people True. from Grinder. But like, meeting people from Craigslist, like even if they're buying something, I guess it's just the social interaction of it. Of like, I have to look presentable so you can come and see the item and then take it away from me and give me money. But then you get money. I guess it kind of makes sense. I'm just going First through it in all, my mind. You're using Grinder wrong. I Second know. of all. I I know. <laughs> um, that's why you like, even if I want to give something away for free, I'll sell it for like $5 just so I know they're serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then like usually the first person who contacts me, if they seem sketchy, like I'll look them up on Facebook. I don't. I just delete it. Oh, my God. And, you have like a whole like NSA FBI investigation going on. 
Exactly. Gonna do a background check. Exactly. So they I don't get like... they don't get my phone number until like I feel like they're the one to buy it. Uh, the one. The one. And then oh I'm like, God. okay, you can come pick it up. I'll meet you down in the lobby. I'll have to like let you into the building. I, you know, you're not coming up to my door. Mm-hmm. Also, you're gonna have to bring someone with you to carry it because I'm not carrying it. Like that's oh, not wow. that's not my job. I feel that's like half the job. thrill of this for you is just like going through people's social media that you find. It is interesting. I just sold um. It was interesting, you know, learning about the couple that took the dresser. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn much, you know, I just saw a couple pictures because I wanted to know that they weren't crazy. This wasn't like some sort of like murder fetish they were going to do and like murder me and then have sex on my corpse or something, you know, you have sex on the on this springboard mattress you already had sex on. <laughs> well, that one's in D.C. We're trying oh, to just okay. give that away. Oh, OK. At this point. But yeah. Yeah. On the dresser. Oh, my God. Dresser. Cut me up and put each body part in a different drawer. I mean, honestly, it probably fit if you really think probably. about it like there isn't oh, much to put in, sure the, in the drawer that's, that's a nice dresser for sure would have fit my body would for sure fit and honestly dresser. it's probably cheaper to cut you up and put you in a dresser than ship you rather than get an airline ticket so i don't know the southwest is pretty cheap Oh yeah, I, that's right. You you always do Southwest. Pretty cheap, yeah. But I'm not flying anymore. I'll be driving this time. <gasps> oh my god, yeah. Joe's like renting a fucking van, getting the hell out of town. Mm-hmm. It is. Bring back that meme from like ten. Gonna years be ago. interesting. I am that's so excited for, sure. for you to have your like Joe's truck stop adventures. I want to do a reality show like The Hills, but mm-hmm. it's first of all, it would be called The Hill because like Capitol Hill in D.C. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would be me and Brenty starting our new life in D.C. in The Hill. I just like I'm ready for you to buy about like twelve thousand dollars in camera equipment to like mount it all in your <laughs> U-Haul. And then like you just aren't going to use it. <laughs> you're going to be playing that song so much in the U-Haul when you're driving to D.C. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's going like to be my the only song. A new life song. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you. Uh, it'll be good. It'll be a it'll be interesting. I think I'm going to I'm stopping in like Ohio somewhere. I don't you know. don't know. I was going to stop in Youngstown, Ohio. I was just going to throw that out there. But apparently a lot of people get murdered there. So I, I decided mean, not to. If you're looking to get murdered, you I know guess. where to go. I guess. But apparently but these days you're into like living or whatever. Like, okay. I'm, wow. You I'm think you're better than everyone else. Hashtag living. Hashtag living for these antidepressants, Henny. Hashtag living for them. More like living with these antidepressants. Oh, yeah. You know who else is living who I thought their career was over? Who? Fergie. Oh, my God. I saw a whole wall. You know, like in New York, like they plaster up the posters, like eight in a row of like a new artist when their album drops. Mm -hmm. I saw one on the Metro in D.C. and I was like, who is that? And then it clicked and I was like, oh, shit. It was Fergie Ferg? It was Fergie Ferg and it was talking about her new album. Oh, my God. I listened to a couple of her songs and they're just not good. No, they're pretty bad. <laughs> they're pretty bad. I, the thing is, it's like, oh, God. Like, I, I think it was just the time in my life where I was like, oh, God, how old was I? I was probably 14 and my sister, like, 
was like being a, like uh, an average slutty high schooler with her like bad boy boyfriend and they would like always sneak out of the house and so every time that I was like driving the car with her she would play like London Bridge by Fergie and so that was like my song as like a 14 year old you know skinny white twink and so I was expecting some London Bridges falling down in this new Fergie album but I listened to like a couple songs she had like a bunch of music videos for this new album and I was just like not feeling it Mr. Krabs um but yeah, I guess that's my review. Congratulations. Yeah. I listened to a few of them. Like the Duchess was a legit good CD. Like it, it was. had great songs. It had Fergalicious. It had London Bridge. It had Big Girls. Mm-hmm. I had some other ones. Big Girls is still. It's Big Girls was one of those songs that like when you listen to it, it sounds like you've heard it before. Exactly. Like, it I feel like Big like Girls a is timeless. Song. It is a timeless yeah, song. Totally, totally agree. Timeless. Um, but yeah, I was. I would watch some of the music videos. There's the one with the new one with Nicki Minaj, and I was like. What is this song, Fergie? Yeah, I was like, yikes. And then, Mm. like, there was that situation where she was on, like, the Today Show or something, and they told her that her album was number one, and it wasn't. What? Yeah. Okay, so here's the situation. Yeah, okay, okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know know if it was the Today Show, or it was one of those talk shows, and they, like, were told her that her album was number one. It was number one in the pop charts. But when you say that it's number one, people assume that it's number one overall in, like, the iTunes charts, right? Like, that's what I would assume when someone told me, your album's number one right now. I'd be like, holy shit it's number one like overall i wouldn't be like oh oh it's number one in the pop charts right now those are two totally different things so they told her her album was number one she didn't believe it um and then they were like yeah it's number one and they kept telling her it was number one and then she started crying (laughs) and then later on it was discovered that it was never number one it was like number seven but it was number one of the pop charts and that's what they were referring to so fergie's had a rough few weeks No, so she seemed genuinely surprised when they told her that it was number one and she like seemed in disbelief because i think she kind of knows that her album's probably not the best album she's put out so i think that's why she was like it's a number one are you sure it's number one It's not public friendly. It's mm-hmm. not like easy listening shit, you know. Oh, here yeah, I yeah. saw it. It was the Today Show. Mm. Um, where they say she had hit the number one slot. Thank you, everybody. Laughing through her tears. Right. Oh, Fergie. <laughs> oh, Fergie. Oh, like, Fergie. like, like, ah, uh, it's just like the Today Show did Fergie dirty. Like, fuck, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, they definitely should have specified, but she should also know better than to- she should. <laughs> No better than to believe that that album was number one overall. Also, what's this shit? I don't, I have no idea. So her kid's name is Axl Rose, I guess. And they keep saying, like, there's a song with Axl Rose. And I'm like, isn't he five or something? What? Yeah, he's got like a cameo on the album. And I'm like, what? Isn't he? I Okay, what? if someone says Axl Rose, I just. No, uh, wait. I just on. imagine it can't that be it's. Axl Rose, right? Fergie. Axl <laughs> Rose. I thought that was like some like old. No, 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 no. Well, Axel Rose, A X L R O S E. He's from Gun- like Guns N' Roses. That's and- who I'm thinking of. But this kid's name is Axel something. Oh, uh, wait. So you were- oh, so we have some Axel confusion. Rose on the album. Hmm. Here I don't care Furby enough about talks, this album to look it up. Furby Talks' son, Axel's cameo on new album, Double Duchess. And four-year-old Axel's adorable cameo is in the article. So he does something. Axel Jack. That's his name. Apple Jack? 
Jacks. Apple Jacks. No, oh Apple is Looney Tunes' kid. What's her name? <laughs> Looney Gwyneth, Tunes. You, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, who like, <laughs> there's this Clickhole article <laughs> that that always goes around Tumblr. Clickhole is is a it's a it's a fake news site, like an like a funny satire what? onion. That's where I get all my news. <laughs> right. It's one. Of, it's like an advertisement, and it says Gwyneth Paltrow went on food stamps, and after three days, she died. <laughs> And I just die every time I see that. <laughs> Clickhole is like one of my favorite places on the internet. But oh, yeah. Gwenny. Okay. At first, I was gonna, I was gonna f- judge Fergie for naming her child Axel Rose. But what did you say, Axel? A- Axel Jacks. Axel. Axel. Axel Jack. Let's stop I- that in. Axel Jack. Fergie shares video of sweet date night with son Axel Jack. Axel Jack. Yeah. He looks pretty cool. He looks like Gwen Stefani's kids. Right. Oh God. I I wish I was Gwen Stefani's kid. Fuck. I don't. <laughs> well, that's just a difference between the two of us. Then. Doesn't she so. have like a new cartoon coming out called like Harajuku craziness or something? I don't know. I was watching cartoons with the, one of the four year olds and there was like this Gwen Stefani Harajuku cartoon coming out. And I was like, what the Who? fuck is this? I don't know, man. Yikes. Well, um, I mean, remember when Avril Lavigne made Hello Kitty? That's the most racist piece of shit. <laughs> and why don't we give I don't understand what the Gwen Stefani connection is. To, I don't know. I don't. It's too. I haven't explored it enough. I haven't searched my soul for any problematic situations. No, in it you yet. just haven't cared enough, which is fine. I haven't cared enough. But like, <laughs> it's it's confusing to me. I'm like, can Gwen Stefani do this? Like, like, why does Gwen Stefani get a pass? And yeah, and uh, um, I was gonna say Ariana Grande. She hates America, but it's different. Um, it's true. We all hate it these we days. All, okay. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm um, just kidding. Don't don't come after me. Uh, please go after Joe. He I needs pledge it. allegiance. Joe wants to. to Somebody needs to go after Joe because Joe needs attention because he's the fussy. United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you what are you are you in a coffin saying that? Like what is this situation? I don't know. I think we've been thoroughly offensive in the last four minutes. Oh sure. I think. Are we ready um, to move on? I mean, I guess I. Has anyone listened to the new Fergie album? I've only listened to a couple no. songs. Um, and I, it wasn't the best thing I've heard in the entire world. Not not enough for me to buy an album. No, um, I only listened to the music video ones and was not a banger for me. Didn't bang. Didn't Did, bang. Didn't click with me. Fergie. Didn't didn't click. Well, good luck, Fergie, and, and your and Apple Jacks or whatever. Good luck. <laughs> let's fucking <laughs> let's move on from this crotchety old These mess. These are a few of our favorite things. Let's wow, throw back an... to the thirties. There. Mm. These are a few of our favorite things. That is the most off Broadway <laughs> rendition. <laughs> like, come to my off Broadway show, Acro Cats, the music. Musical. And it's just you. It's you in an me, abandoned building. Me playing 10 cats. <laughs> you and 10 cats doing parkour no, in an I abandoned play the building. Cats. Oh, okay. I play each cat. Each personality is a different cat. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Exactly. Oh, shit. So, um, Joe, what's your favorite thing this week? God damn it. Mine is Star Trek Discovery, mm. which premiered this past week. We actually, after we came back from Baltimore, 
Baltimore, we went to a viewing party. Uh, one of my boyfriend's friends was having like a little, is like really into Star Trek. I've always liked it, but he's like a, a big fan. Mm-hmm. He's the person you like want to watch Star Trek with. So uh, we went over to his place and watched it, the first two episodes. And I was very impressed. Really? It, it was not what I had expected. It's very, um, like I'm used to Star Trek sort of being episodic, like each mm-hmm. episode its own story, but it's like not like that anymore. It's more it's, of like a linear storyline over multiple episodes. Right. Yeah, like Game Ooh. of Thrones, sort of, in space. Oh. Yeah. Game um, of Space Thrones. It opens up with, like, a big fucking big-ass situation, and then, like... Raggy. I know. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. You can watch <laughs> mm-hmm. it on whatever, CBS, whatever, All Access. Or I yeah, think like, in other countries, you actually get it on Netflix, but here we have to watch it on CBS All Access. Yeah, so everywhere else, it's on Netflix for free. Like, I mean, it's not free, but everyone has a fucking Netflix account these days or steals one from their parents, a.k.a. me. In America, you have to pay like eight. It's either like four dollars a month for CBS All Access to watch it. And that's with commercials. Or you pay like double the price, like eight or nine dollars a month or something. I'm probably inflating the prices, but I just hate the situation altogether. So just sue me Um, to watch it without commercials. I think you can get a trial at least. Oh, really? Yeah, but they're not like releasing them all at once. I think it's like one per week. So your trial will run out. One free episode or whatever. Yeah. But it's good. It was um, the special effects from what I could tell. They looked really good. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It reminded me of a, a movie. Like I was like, this looks like it could be a movie. It's good. And it has a budget. That's what you're saying. Yeah. And the um, the first captain. So the person that they've told the public is the captain is not the captain yet. She doesn't start mm. out as the captain, but it's another female captain. And I like her. I like her a lot, too. But the I got, more girls, the better, in my opinion. Yeah. I got I'm a bad it. feeling about her future, but um, it's looking good. And I would recommend it to um, fans of older Star Trek shows. I liked The Next Generation and Voyager were my jams. And I mm-hmm. need to watch. I've been meaning to watch... Um, Deep Space Nine for a while now, so I'll probably do that. Nice. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was looking at it, um, and my dad is a very big The Next Generation fan. He's like mm-hmm. Jean-Luc Picard all the way. And so that's what I grew up on. I grew up on on The Next Generation. My my dad's mother, who's still alive, she's like 80, 89 or something. She, I think she's watched all the Star Treks, but her favorite is The Next Generation. My dad's watched the original and The Next Generation and Voyager, I believe. And I feel like his favorite is The Next Generation. But I've only I've only watched some of the original and the next generation, but I know Voyager's good. Um, I just haven't watched it yet. And I know it's on Netflix, so I need to watch that. But I've been hearing really good things about this new show. And I feel like I need to find a means to acquire these episodes to watch because I feel like I will definitely enjoy them. It's good. It definitely it got me hooked. Uh oh, there there she is. Another it, an, another show for Joe. It feels un Star Trekky in some ways, but mm-hmm. at the root, it is Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And it's does it, posing, does it feel fresh? It feels fresh. Ooh, mm, I love um, some fresh, fresh and new. And it feels like it's going to encounter some ideas. Like this, this series seems to be about war. Oh, and like what happens and the consequences and the psychological what you got to do shit. So. Oh my god. Interesting and thoughtful in a new way. Nice! That sounds really yeah. good. I'm gonna have to watch it because I, I know a lot of people that are watching it. It looks good. It's, it, it's getting pretty good reviews. I'm into it. Yep. Totally. Definitely recommend. Go get out there and watch it. Hell yeah, girl. So how about you, Sam? What's your favorite thing this week? 
This week, my favorite thing is a game that came out in 2013, I oh, believe. Oh, up to date. Cutting edge. I know. I'm really cutting edge. Yeah, I just uh, I just got a new Technicolor TV for my room. Oh, my God. With the tubes and everything? With the tubes and everything. I love bathing in that radiation, honey. Sure. Um, that's not how it works, but yes. It's not how it works at all. No. <laughs> Um, anyways, so the the game that I um, have really been enjoying lately is called Papers, Please, which is an older game. Oh. And by old, I, I mean 2013. Have you heard of it? I have definitely heard of it. I have seen uh, the little trailer on Steam or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like you, what do you like, stamp papers for people like crossing a border of some sort? So the premise sounds really boring when you explain it to someone. So basically mm-hmm. what it is, the premise is in like some like dystopian Eastern Europe like mm. place mm-hmm. in like the 80s or something and you are a border crossing agent you're an immigration officer and you are like you are uh, in a little booth and then people are trying to get into the country or whatever and a lot of them are forging documents and a lot of them don't have their permits or whatever so it, and it progressively like throughout the game there's a story element um it, progressively there's some like stuff with the countries there's some terrorist attacks people are like there's more sometimes people need vaccinations forums and so it progressively gets more complicated which ups the difficulty level throughout the game like you have to check for more stuff and see if things if the dates are right or if they have the same names or you know if they if their passports expired or a bunch of these different things but basically you're this border crossing agent you're an immigration officer and you're checking people's papers and that's so every time you a new person comes to your booth you say papers please which is why the game is called papers please and um like i said it sounds really monotonous and really boring and I feel like it's not the game for everyone, but I really, really enjoyed it. The atmosphere is really good. It's kind of like um, the art style is very like 16-bit, 8-bit, darker, very Eastern Europe, dystopian, like Russia, Poland sort of like music and sound effects. It's very interesting. Um, I feel like the story is really interesting. There's some really funny aspects to it. Um, I watched it. I, I had it in my Steam library because I, I feel like this is one of those games. I think it's like for $10 right now or something I wouldn't recommend buying it for $10 because this is one of those games that is always on sale in a like a bundle or in like a steam sale like it's always down to like two or three bucks if you get mm-hmm. it during a sale and it's usually on sale all the time it's just that currently I don't think it is so I'd say buy this game if you want to if this sounds interesting to you or like look it up online and like look at some videos and see if it kind of tickles your fancy but I wouldn't shout, shell out $10 for it because it's an older game and it's on sale all the time I think it won a couple awards at some indie game festivals or like at the BAFTAs and Wired and the New Yorker talked about it um, in 2013. It was people liked it a lot and I I really enjoyed it. I finished the game. I think it's like it's a, it's a couple hours. I think you go through like 30 different days of working this border crossing and then um, it's one of those where there's multiple endings. So depending on like if you're doing a good job, if you or if you like get fined from the government because you like embezzled money, like there's a bunch of different aspects to this game and i i feel like that it's uh it's it seems really simple but there's a lot of like complex aspects that i really really enjoyed so yeah i played it it was super super fun i recommend it i'd look it up because i know my uh description's not very good and you probably get a better feel for it if you just like look at a video of the intro or something like joe was talking about and if you want it i recommend to play it because it was super fun so that is papers please i know it's on steam um at least it might be on uh good old games i know it's on humble bundle Um, And it's for Mac, PC, Linux, 
uh, iOS, I think. There might be uh, like a mobile version. Don't quote me on that. But there you go. That's my favorite thing. Interesting. It's interesting to hear it's like a storyline because when I like looked at it, I was like, I thought it was just like a casual sit down and like stamp papers forever. I mean, I, there there is a there is a mode where it's like I think it's an endless mode where you just like stamp papers forever. Oh my but the, god! But the original like the there's a story mode that you have to go through first if you want to unlock that. Oh, which so it's it's like there's more to it than just stamping papers. But there, I mean, honestly, it's kind of soothing to me just checking through people's numbers, stamping their passports, making sure that they aren't you know forging their documents, and then letting them through the border. There's some sort of like monotonous peacefulness to that that I really enjoyed. You know, you could actually get that job and then make money from it too. What? I yeah, never. that's a job that is can be had. What's a, what's a job? Yeah, you wouldn't know, <laughs> would you? <laughs> oh, here he goes. Yeah. Um, anyways, good favorite things. Good favorite things. I'll definitely have to check that out. It sounds like it'd be a good streaming game. Yeah, it could. Uh, there's a lot of like funky characters and people with interesting names and quirky, stuff like very quirky. So yeah, Loves I'd say check it, it out. Oh, cool, cool favorite things. Good favorite so, things. So what do we have? Do we have a, a text and a voicemail or something? We got a text and a voicemail. I'll start off with the text. Okay. It says, hey, Sam and Joe, it's Beth from Virginia. I wanted to know something each of you thought was true as a kid, but ended up being completely and hilariously wrong. Love you both. So, good question. Yes, good question. Thank you, Beth. We got a lot of good questions this week. Saved a bunch. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, something we thought was true as a kid, but was not. So, okay, if you're... I no one should be listening to this that like believes in Santa Claus still I'm assuming so I'm gonna be that asshole that's like hey like are we are we all adults in the room because when I was I obviously like this is the sort of question that's like oh like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and shit like that but I had like a very elaborate situation with Santa Claus as a child oh, that I just I, not, I mean elaborate sounds like there was something sexual but no um, oh, I was, didn't think that but I, okay maybe this is my internal struggle anyways apparently so um my parents like they told my sister and i because we you would read books and stuff about how santa claus would come down through like the chimney and whatever right like in the olden olden times we didn't have a chimney so my parents were like okay well santa claus uses like magical powers and like sweeps under our door and i was like okay sure like that sounds that sounds okay to my you know four-year-old little mind and we would like leave out cookies and milk and carrots and my parents would eat them and then my dad would like like use a rake to make like sled tracks because there's snow where we lived um, during December. He would make like sled tracks on the um, street and little like like prints for the reindeer. Like it was a very God. over the top. He they really went for it. <laughs> um, and then one day when I was like, when do you I guess I was like nine or ten or eleven or something. Is that too old? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like fifth grade. 
Okay, so... I don't even remember. Okay, hopefully younger. Hopefully younger, but I don't know. Probably not. I was like, I was like in the car with my mom and I was like, hey, is is Santa Claus real? And she was like, of course. And I was like, but really? (laughs) And then she was like, uh, no. And then she was like, are you mad? And I was like, no, like, it's fine. And my sister had known because my sister was like older than me. She had known for like four years or something. And they're just like, keep it up the facade. But one thing my parents do still is they... Um, on our presents, and we do, we do. My sister and I do this for our parents too. Um, they still write from Santa on some of them, and from mom and dad on some of them too. Oh, because we're a gay family, so there you sure. go. Sure, I know that like the Santa, the Santa answer is a very like stereotypical answer to one of these. No, um, it's still a good answer. I, do you um, have anything specifically that you can recall? No, I was uh, smart as a child wow. and didn't believe in <laughs> stupid things mm-hmm. that obviously mm-hmm. weren't real like jesus and santa and <laughs> the easter bunny so um mm-hmm, i've mm-hmm. been a little cynical asshole since i popped out no i never since birth i never believed in santa and when i tell people that they're like that's so sad and i'm like it's kind of it sad is. that you believed in santa that's what oh, i think okay. turn it around turn honey. it around i'm like honey nobody's got a goddamn chimney anymore <laughs> Exactly. I should have clocked that as soon as they told me. Like, <laughs> it's like, what kind of home invader asshole is sneaking underneath our fucking door at night? It's like, it takes us 30 goddamn minutes to get to the grocery store. I doubt this asshole can get around the world in fucking 24 or have whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know what nuclear jet engine he has attached to this reindeer contraption. Yeah. So I just it's never, I never believed in, in that. I guess I don't remember believing in it mm-hmm. um i don't think that's sad at all because there's people that like don't celebrate christmas in general like it's fine sure i guess it seems uh-huh. like such a weird i do remember like taking german and learning about like santa in germany and oh, okay. then like learning about him in different countries and stuff and i just mm-hmm. it should have clicked with me like this white version of santa we're presented with i'd be mm-hmm. like why is he white like white why is jesus fuck? white in all of the mm-hmm. Fucking mm-hmm. pictures. He ain't white. Exactly. I don't know. Something you, was the miss. Something's up with this. Something's up. You know, I guess I just learned like critical thinking early on, and you know. And the rest of us were just gullible <laughs> Americans. <laughs> No, literally I, gullible Americans. I wish I had some. I'm sure there are like little dumb things I believed in. Like, oh, my dad used to tell me I never believed in this, but this is the sort of shit my parents did to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he would tell me if I wasn't in bed by ten, there was this monster in my closet called, or this these monsters called the Eat 'em Ups, and they would oh. eat me if I wasn't in bed. <laughs> oh my um, god! I know, I know. So those are the kinds of things my parents tried to get me to believe in. Well, there's there's the one I mean, my parents didn't tell me this, but there's the one where like I, I this seems like an older thing, like in the 80s or 70s or something. Or maybe I think it's just kind of a, a it just depends on the parents. But there's the one where like if you masturbate with your hands or if you masturbate in general, then you'll like grow um fur on your hands or something. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard you can make yourself go blind. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, that's a that's But a also one. I've heard fur on your hands. It's like, what the fuck? That was never told to me. I was, it was never told to me okay, either. Yeah, I was never a uh, masturbation shamed. Mm, that God, I bless. God bless. God mm-hmm. bless. Touch yourselves, um, kids. Don't. <laughs> I think we found the title. Touch, Touch yourselves, <laughs> kids. Oh, God. God. <laughs> 
God. And by kids, I mean adults. Mm-hmm. I mean consenting. Adults. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to. Con- it's your. It's you touching yourself. Exactly. Can you yeah. touch yourself without consent? I feel touched by this. Touched by an angel. I watched that show as a child. Yeah, hell yeah, it was good. It was I mean, on. It was, was on a, a TV show yeah. called Pax TV. It where I lived. It was it came over the airwaves on my little black and white television in my room. Um, and I used to watch Touched by an Angel. I remember it. The Angel I, of I, Death. Ooh, oh my God. And he would was, show up whenever someone was going to die. It was I'm like the to... one male angel was the Angel of Death. And then... Mm, that's pretty accurate. Um, the other two were like friendly, friendly angels. I'm trying to remember her name. Roma Downey. That yes, was her. Roma Downey. <gasps> I loved her. Oh my God. Yeah. I was such a good little Christian boy until I turned out to be a, you know, God-fearing or not god-fearing a devil worshiping homosexual later on in my life i'm a god-fearing christian fearing god you're just a very afraid (laughs) person very afraid (laughs) of everything Mm -hmm, um so yeah i didn't believe in anything but yeah good question good question good question i i also want to want to point in that my parents it wasn't just like like um they deceived you and they hate you get over it yes they did they deceived me and they hated me but they had like a, a tooth fairy thing too where they had like a stamp they had a stamp of like little like tooth fairy feet and they would write me letters like when i would lose a tooth and they'd like stamp it with these this like tooth fairy stamp of like feet and so it it seemed like oh this tooth fairy's like putting her feet in the in the ink and then stamping the the thing that she typed out on our computer downstairs that makes sense that's kind (laughs) of cute um and my mom still has the the stamp she has it in like a little like um kids collection that she has of like a bunch of toys and stuff from when uh, my sister and i were kids my parents didn't even try She's a mom. My mom's a mom. We got money for our teeth, but it was always, you know. I think I just got a couple dollars for yeah. my teeth. And then one time, oh, I was so angry. I knocked out one of my teeth and I swallowed it because I was like jumping on my bed oh or my something. God. And I I didn't get shit. I didn't well, get yeah. shit money for it. You don't deserve any. You ate your tooth. I ate my tooth. I should have shit it out and put it under my pillow. Mm, I don't think no. that would have worked out in the end. No. Anyways, good question. Good question, <laughs> Beth. Thank you. Um, and um, then do we have a, a voicemail? We do. This is uh, from Nathan in Pittsburgh, I think. And uh, we'll play that now. Okay, sounds good. Hi, Sam and Joe. This is Nathan from Pittsburgh. Um, I've listened to every single episode of the podcast. I'm only now calling in because you guys guilted me into it. Um, but my question is, if you could design a museum, what would you put in it? And what might be some exhibits we could expect or, like, events? Um, well, love you guys so much, and um, I can't wait to hear your responses. Okay, bye. Well, thank you, Nathan. What a very lovely question. Very interesting. And uh, I just, the, the first thing that came to my mind when you were asking this question is the museums and Animal Crossing. My eyes, my, my, I'm just in an Animal Crossing universe for some reason in this podcast. I was talking about it on the Switch, and I'm just thinking about the museums and Animal Crossing because they're always so peaceful. Or you just dump your shit. Those things are more like storage units than museums. Literally, yeah. You just like gave it to the owl and it's like, this is yours now, bitch. Like, build a dinosaur or something. Like, I have shit to do well oh yeah you could give them the fossils and shit i was thinking Mm -hmm. of new leaf where like you can go upstairs and like rent the rooms to make your own exhibits 
Oh, that's right. And you just, oh, yeah. that's where I just stored all the like shit furniture. This that is I my loved. storage unit. This is my storage unit up here. <laughs> it's nice. You got like four fucking rooms. Great. Yeah, it's like, damn. I had the gold furniture set, honey. I was collecting. That was, that was a moment. That was a moment was in your moment. life. That was a moment. That- then Bob moved out. It all went to shit. I burned down the town, kicked mm-hmm. them all out. They're all dead. They're Broke all your dead. DS. All dead. So, um, what would your museum be, Sam? I feel like that I would love a museum, like a personal museum, because I know they have these museums like around, but I've never been to one. But I would want. Maybe one. there's a reason. What is this Ma- now? <laughs> a museum? I've never been no, to a museum. No, like what type? What type? No, it's it's a I a museum of like every single old video game consoles ever made ever. Oh, and like because yeah. I know they have video game console museums. Um, but A, they're in like places that aren't in the middle of fuck nowhere, which is where I live. And B, I don't, I want one that has like, that's every console ever made ever by anyone. Holy like, shit. N- not, not just like the, the really popular ones, even like through the seventies and eighties. But I feel like that'd be a really, really interesting like exhibit to have. But also like, if we're talking about custom museum exhibits that like relate to our lives, I feel like it'd be really interesting to go through a museum of every outfit that I've ever worn in my entire life from like babies up into I'm like dead. Oh, that museum would just be a hit. No, I mean, it's it's a personal museum for me. It's not for anyone else. <laughs> Just a hit with the public. You There'd know? be one ticket and it'd be me. <laughs> and it'd close immediately after. But it would be interesting to see like every single outfit you ever wore ever in like one room. That would be interesting. I would like to see how much an outfit repeated. Oh, God. Um, I would have rooms full of the same outfit. Yeah, same. I'm an outfit repeater. Mega. I mean, like you you aren't rich as fuck. Like, right. Like, like what am I like, supposed to wear at a different shirt in every fucking video like i can't like do what that. am i supposed to do like not wash my dishes and just throw them out and buy new dishes oh no <laughs> Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I can't do that anymore because now I have my grandmother's dishes. I mean, you can still do it. You'll just probably get haunted. No, I can't. I was eating sushi on them the other day and I was like, my grandma would have never allowed sushi to be eaten ever in her presence. Only gravy. Only biscuits and gravy and beans have ever been on these plates. Oh my God. Like, too real. That is way too too real. real. Um, What about you? Do you have any custom museum exhibits? Mine would be a Furby museum. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> so there's this girl. This girl. Are they lives... all alive? No, 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 no. Their batteries are out. Um, okay. There's this girl I follow Oof. on Twitter. She lives in Japan. Or not on Twitter, on Instagram. She has like a closet just for Furbies. She's got like. That is insane. Like special edition ones. There were a lot of special edition old ones. Um, Like all the different colors. There were Furby babies. There was that really weird like mid-generational Furby that always looks like it's stoned. Like, oh, yeah. There are a lot of different kinds of Furbies, and I just want to see them all lined up just like in. Okay, so right now at Target, they have these display cases that like witches have, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. or like in Beauty and the Beast that the Rose was in, you know, oh, like yeah. the glass. I love those. The glass thing on top, you take the top off. I want all of the Furbies in those. Oh my God. Like that would look kind of morbidy, and I think that would I'd be cool. I'd love it. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so I want them all to be, sur- I want them to all surround you. I want you to be standing in the, I would, this could be this could be an art piece at the MoMA oh, or like some a, crazy a, shit. A museum event. Yes, it could be an event, and and then at one like uh, some day some someone wires all the Furbies up, and they all turn on at the exact same time, and they start talking to you. <laughs> 
and you're standing in the middle and you can't escape. Or just like a, because you know they talk to each other with their infrared that's things. Tr- oh, that's right. So they could just all have a conversation. And it would be that like That would be this. a loud room. And then we could talk to them and it would be like this interspecies. Are we communicating with robots right now? What's going oh my on? God. And then at the very end of the event, you burn the entire museum to the fucking ground. Probably. Have you seen... <laughs> So, uh, Jared, one of our viewers, sent me um, this picture of, like, this book that someone made out of a Furby's face. <gasps> what? The Furby. It's, like, Furby and, and like, this leather that looks like skin, like, stitched uh, the, onto a book. It looks like some, like, evil Silence of the Lambs Furby edition. Yeah. Like, it looks it looks so cool. Like, it's a, an old-timey Furby's face, like, sewn onto a book cover. I want that to be the cover of your burn book. I do, too. I I legit <laughs> want to make one of these. I would totally make one. How do you make it? Like how? Like because I'm sure. I guess the oh cover. God. The cover has to be pretty thick. You gotta mm-hmm. like you know rip out the eyes and. Oh my god! I think I did that to my first Furby. I dissected him. Uh, wow. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's fun, you know? Yeah, sometimes you just gotta dissect things, Sometimes you, know? you just gotta, like, you know, take the skin off a living creature. How know? many Furbies have you gone through your entire life? Well, I have three right now. Mm-hmm. I had a baby Furby, so that would be four, and then I had a regular Furby. At least five, potentially six or seven. Wow, you've had a lot of children. I've had a lot. I miss the old None ones. None of them. No, oh, okay. um, I miss my first Furby. He was one of the green originals. Oh, wow. And I tried to buy one on eBay, and then like something got fucked up, and I paid for it, but I never got it. Did you ever get a refund? No. This uh, was like you several years ago. See? I don't think so. I think their account might have got shut down, but like I couldn't do anything. And like, How much did you pay for it? Not much. Like This was not like $50. This was like 10 or something. Oh, okay. You know? So it was like, like less of a deal. Yeah. So, and then it like, it I sucks. was stupid and I waited too long to file a dispute or something so I couldn't get a refund or I don't know. Mm. But yeah, I would like one of the old ones. That'd be know. awesome. I, I've only had two Furbies. I had a, like a second generation Furby when they like, when they refreshed them in like the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And then I got a baby Furby. Mm. Actually, no, I have three because we got my grandfather in the 90s. Um, I think my mom got her dad a Furby and I inherited that fucking Furby when he died and it's like in my living room right now. Oh my god, Furby inheritance? I you hit a, the I jackpot, got, honey. I hit the fucking jackpot. I think that I think it only had one pair of batteries in it and I think the batteries like leaked into the Furby so I think it's like dead forever, pretty sure. Oh, well that you should skin it and turn it into a burden book. <laughs> I hate that I love that idea. It would be a great <laughs> crafting idea, honestly. A I'm going to try Christmas it. Christmas present. I'm going to try it out. Well, send me pictures so I can replicate it, and then I'll see what I can do. Sure, sure, sure. Good questions. Good question, Nathan and Beth. Thank you guys so much. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, we did get a whole lot more. Thank you guys so much for sending them in. You can always send in more. I usually star them, and we come back to them if we don't get to use them one week. So mm-hmm. keep them rolling. The, keep them we, coming. We tell you how in the outro, and the 
there will be a bonus episode this weekend for the Patreon patrons. Thank you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Otherwise, uh, we'll continue as normal next week for all the rest of you. Perfect. Sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show. Show!